Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and this is Today I Watched 2018, Week 48, Part 1. And this episode, I'm talking about Monday Night Raw, Episode 1331, and a show that I just started watching. I watched it last night. I'm recording this on Tuesday morning. Um, there's two episodes out so far. It's on Showtime. It's called Escape at Danamora. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that third word correctly. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing the first two words correctly. <clears throat> Escape. Um, that's, that's Finding Nemo, isn't it? Is it? I think so. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> the uh, This show is... I I didn't even know it existed until right before I started watching it. I saw... Um, I think it was like an ad. <clears throat> it might have been a video ad in while I was playing WWE Supercard or something. I was like, oh, wait, Benicio del, del Toro. What's it? There, there's something new with him in it. I gotta go check that out. And, um, it, as, as it uh, happens, I just renewed, I, or I didn't just renew. I just added Showtime. To my Hulu subscription because there's a deal for Showtime $5 a month for three months so I'm going to max out those three I, I'm not going to completely max out but I'm going to watch as much as I can <clears throat> a reasonable amount of Showtime to take advantage of those uh, free three months because um, my I had a, I had the same deal for HBO for the previous three months and that went up to to, to sixteen dollars or whatever it is like that's a crazy amount that's more than i'm paying for the rest of hulu <clears throat> and because i have direct tv now um with my at&t wireless plan <clears throat> i could join to that i get hbo for free with that anyway so it made sense i i, I should have canceled it before because I get, had like a, a double month because I didn't realize it was renewing and uh, overpaid for one month of HBO. But anyway, my point is the stars aligned for me to watch this show because I just added Showtime like a week ago. And um, I was kind of anxious to for something to start or uh, something new to come out to watch on there. Cause there's so a couple of old shows on Showtime that I want to check out. Um, Ray Donovan, I understand is very good or at least parts of it are very good, but it's in like it's sixth season now, I think. And that's a lot to catch up on <clears throat> as far as uh, premium cable shows go. Although I think Ray Donovan is a half hour. I'm going to look that up. It, maybe it isn't. Ray Donovan is... <clears throat> oh, it's 45 to 60 minute format. So, uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to catch up on. But, um... Yeah, I was, I, I, I was pretty happy to see that this was on. And it just started... So, like I said, there there have been two episodes so far as of this recording on November 27th, 2018. 
Um, I think there are seven episodes total. <clears throat> it's based on a true story, a thing that actually happens. Um, <clears throat> and I, I kind of wanted to avoid reading very much about the true events to preserve kind of the the mystery of what's going to happen with these guys I, I probably already know too much just from like the couple sentences about the um uh the true story but um basically it's about uh a, a prison specifically prisoners in that prison and also the people who work in the prison uh the main three people there's a, a whole bunch of other people. Everybody so far has, has been really good in this. Uh, a couple of people maybe a little bit cartoonish, but, <clears throat> I mean, that maybe is the point of those particular characters. But the main people, the main three, the trio, the power trio, uh, Benicio Del Toro as Richard Matt, a convicted murderer, and he's also an artist. He's uh, he's he paints and he's teaching his friends how to draw, like the base, the fundamentals of drawing and stuff like that. Um, his friend Paul Dano, also a convicted murderer. So I mean, you kind of you kind of like these guys, but you also have to remember like they're in prison for a reason. So maybe don't like them as much. Um, and then Patricia Arquette um, plays. Oh, did I say Paul Dan Paul Dano as David? I did say his his name. Paul Dano as David Sweat, and then uh, Patricia Arquette plays uh, Tilly Mitchell, who is a uh, a worker who runs the um, like the sew the sewing shop, the sewing room. Um, she supervises the whole team, oversees all of them, teaches them what's what. But more, she she does more than that that she's not supposed to be doing. Um, now the first episode, there's like, like a present day framework of it. And I kind of wonder if maybe that was just for that episode. Like they, they did that for the pilot and then realized, okay, we don't really need this convention for the whole rest of the show. Cause we kind we kind of get it. There's not, a, I, I mean, we could do the whole true detective sort of thing. If that's a, a through line to the whole thing, but oh, maybe it will turn around and do, do that sort of thing. But the second episode, unless I totally missed it, there is not that present, not present day, but quote unquote present day. This all took place in 2015. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I if you if you look up the show find out what actually happens in the true event it it's a prison escape it's it it's the 2015 clinton correctional facility escape is the known the name of the event so it's like it can and it's in the title escape i had more duh it's about somebody escaping a prison and it's probably the two main people that we see all like in every scene almost but anyhow yeah, the show also kind of feels like fargo the tv series um so it's kind of like showtime figured out a way to make their own uh season of fargo 
but um without that that label and uh without uh and with basing it on real real things so i am super excited about this show i kind of don't even want to talk about raw because it was oof oh my god um but i I am super excited about this show and i'm a little bit bummed out that i have to wait week to week at this from from here on uh luckily if it is only seven or eight episodes that means that's my uh promotion with the the showtime subscription is uh i'll I'll be able to watch the whole thing and uh, not run over into uh regular prices um for that um but i i mean if i if i if it was at the end of the season and i just signed up for showtime i'd be like this is totally worth it it was a full price month totally worth it to be able to watch this whole season i am assuming if the the quality keeps up which it's got to i mean come on come on this cast just those three people alone they are so good really good it's uncomfortable at times like how like how like realistic the, and uncom- and just kind of just gross there's a gross behavior for this bad stuff and it's convinced that it, i i'm i, I can't st- i i had to stop watching because the, the episode ended but it's just glued to the screen like what are these people thinking where what's gonna what's going on what's the what's the plan what's gonna happen <clears throat> So anyway, I don't want, I, I could I could just keep talking about this show and talk about all the specifics of what happens and all of that kind of thing and all the different characters what I like about them, what I don't like about them, but I don't want to spoil anything because I think this is the type kind of show. It's it's a true crime show, but uh dramatized. It's it's like all the cool stuff that you get in these uh true crime series lately, but um with these incredible actors um and just like seeing seeing them live as opposed to seeing them live uh, it's like not it's through the scope of um you know it's through the sc- scope of scripted drama as opposed to uh, uh the 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 manufactured not certainly manufactured but the the reality aspect of a of a documentary the the you know intersperse all the news footage and stuff like that although there is a lot the two things i didn't notice about this that maybe i didn't like so much was the um prevalent use of um audio as far as lots of news like news radio telling us what's going on in 2015 so we know ex- that it's exactly in 2015 very specific things um i kind of blocked them out otherwise i give like specific examples but there's there are specific things that um what was the one there's something about oh i don't i don't even remember because i was kind of annoyed by it but whatever um and then lots and lots of music 
like licensed music which um it's kind of it's a little bit much but then it lightens up uh like mostly like the first act there's a lot of music um the first act of the first episode the second episode i wasn't really really thinking about any of either of those things so it might have just been the pilot as well um but anyway how how long have i been talking about this show (laughs) probably like 20 minutes or okay 12 minutes that's well i'll stop right there you should go check it out um check and see if uh you've got that showtime deal in your account because it's it's totally worth it if there's like one show that you want to check out because uh, you don't have to do the three months <clears throat> you could stop it after just one month and only pay that one month for five dollars i think it's, it's an it's an awesome awesome deal uh, that's cheaper than a cbs all access subscription actually it's the same amount as that because i went to cancel it and they're like no stay with us so it'll just uh just pay five dollars a month for the no um commercials the no ads version like oh okay fine your um your exiting marketing is it, it, it worked this time this time it worked i should try canceling wwe network so that that i could save some money on that <clears throat> they'll be like no don't cancel it how about uh, a free month stick around and then uh <clears throat> by the time the next billing period comes you'll for- have forgotten about it maybe hopefully that's the main approach with that kind of thing because <clears throat> they're not making up money on that one month that's for sure they're hoping that you'll forget about it by the time the next month run- rolls around um and the funny thing is i don't actually i do watch a lot on act on on wwe network uh with nxt nxt i don't have to because i could watch on who the next day same with 205 live um but uh if i have the time on wednesday evening i want to check it out as soon as i can um and then nxt uk the only way to watch that is on the network um but anyway oh yeah let's talk about raw (sighs) um man what is there even to say about this episode all the discussions online is how how bad this episode was and i can't I, i can't argue with that there are parts of it that i really liked Parts of it that I laughed very hard. Parts that I was meant to laugh very hard. Um, but I was just like, this is, this is really happening. They're, 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 they're doing all of this on purpose. For some, what reason they have, I don't know. Um, maybe that will become clear. Or maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is all just a fever dream week. That uh, everybody's still full of turkey. They don't know what the heck they're doing, and uh, it's all just, 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 just mania. <clears throat> Over the WrestleMania has come s- too soon, um, but not not the fun WrestleMania, but like the wrestle, the the like clinical <clears throat> definition of mania. 
But anyway, uh, let's see. We had Lucha, the Lucha House rules driving Corey crazy. Um, do, do any of us even know what the Lucha House rules are, actually are? Um, we have Kayla. Is it Kayla this, who is announcing it? Or is it JoJo? Whoever is announcing the match, they said um, it's under... It's under Lucha House rules, which means all three of them can compete. It's like, that's, you're just making this up. They are just making this up. That's not, that's not even a thing. They're just making up their own thing. And then uh, at one point they, they, they don't tag out and Corey's just driven mad by this. Like, is that part of it? Is it also a tornado tag match? Can the Revival... Their opponents also do that. They can switch in and out whenever they want. Um, oh, I guess. They also did some funky stuff during the Survivor Series tag match. But I didn't... I, I was suspicious of it. But I was there in person, so I couldn't hear what they were saying about it on commentary. That they might have noted. They're like, oh, Kalista was in this match, but now Grand Metallic has taken his place. And that's part of the Lucha House rules, I guess. Um, they, they lost... So it didn't end up mattering, but now they're going up against the revival every week. I I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a weird crossover from Two Hundred Five Live because they don't exercise Lucha House rules on Two Hundred Five Live. They do have the pinatas there with them now, coming to play a little bit, but um, you know at what they they have this whole thing with TJP. And the Canellas is over on 205 Live. And then they're going up against the Revival on here. And there's no mention of those other guys. Why not have that story on both of the shows? And then we get some more Cruiserweight action going on. That we have uh, the Canellas involved and, um, and TJP. I don't know. I don't know what the heck's going on with 205 Live. Or what direction all of that is going in. Um, there is also a tag team championship match, AOP versus, uh, Bobby Roode and, um, and Chad Gable. They earned the, they earned this match by beating, that's right. They beat them last week. And so, um, they got, it was a non-title match. And so they got a, a title match tonight and, um, it was all, all right, I'd say this is all on Rude for when this happened. He got the the stealing of the robe happened very early in the match, and Bobby was a little bit seemed a little bit concerned about it, but didn't didn't try to do anything about it. Could have easily said, "Hey, Gable, can you go go get the the the, the robe?" Or he could have tagged Gable in and then gone and gotten the robe. So. I, 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 it's ridiculous what Drake Maverick did. He took the robe, he wore it out, and then he went to the, went into a, a restroom, put the robe in a toilet and peed on it. Like, this is, this is bonkers. What is even going on? And I say it's Bobby Roode's fault. He could have easily tagged in Gable. It's his, his ego. He couldn't tag out. So he won't let him tag out, and so because of that, he got he he has to throw that robe away. The ten thousand dollar robe is like 
maybe a hundred bucks probably. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, it was it was probably more than that. It's a lot of craftsmanship that went into that, getting the glorious on there and everything. Um. Oh my gosh, it's. Uh, I it it's it's. Uh, interesting isn't the right word for it i don't think i was just joking that their t their motto could be you're in trouble even more so now it's just aop you're in trouble like crap are they gonna pee on us are they gonna pee on our stuff i don't even know it's a it's all it's all a mystery we have to be ready for anything <clears throat> All right, so we also found out um, who is replacing Braun Strowman as uh, as Ember Moon's partner in the Mixed Match Challenge. And is it Elias? No. Is it... Um, <clears throat> who else could it even be? Is it Bray Wyatt making a return? No. Is it Heath Slater or Rhino? No, it's neither of them. It is, in fact, Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> what? We go from undefeated streak. They're on an undefeated streak. And then we throw in the longest defeated streak in WWE history, I think. Is that like 136 losses in a row or something? Um, And he is very excited because uh, it's just a singles match between ember and alicia we have jinder mahal and the singh brothers out there with him and then um um and then uh kurt hawkins is out there with ember and uh she wins which is awesome and kurt is ecstatic He's like this is great i'm finally gonna get a win can't wait till tomorrow night and i kind of can't wait to see what happens with that because i think they go up against um I think they go up against uh, Mahalisha because they were zero and four, but then they won last week to eliminate um, the other team. Or were they one the ones eliminated? No, yeah, 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 yeah. That they they won, so they were like excited. They're like, finally, we're getting some wins here. <clears throat> anyway, um. This is probably my favorite part of the whole episode. <clears throat> the whole episode. Um, <clears throat> it's just, that says something. But uh, <laughs> he is so excited that he totally freaks out Ember. And then there's a... <laughs> he looks like she's being attacked by him. He's like disgusted. Somebody posted a clip of just that moment. It's so amazing. Um, and then there's a whole interview afterwards uh, backstage. That Kurt is so excited and uh she just ends ends the the interview saying oh brother um i think that was a, a, a another one of my favorite reactions and favorite moments of the night <clears throat> oh this is gonna be weird it's gonna be it's gonna be such a weird mixed match challenge it would be amazing if him and if this team won at the end. Also interesting about this team is that Ember originally replaced Alexa as Braun Strowman's partner. So 
it's that whole axe conundrum if you if you have an axe you buy an axe and then uh someday you have to replace the handle so you replace the handle and then the the axe head breaks and so you have to replace that is it in fact the same axe at that point is it the same axe that you originally bought and it's a also something to think about with the the human body i think it's something like seven years every every uh just about every cell every cell that can regenerate has been replaced over seven years and so it after those seven years are you that same person as you were seven years ago and in a in a purely physics and chemistry based um perspective i'd say the answer is is no but the answer is absolutely yes as you are that same person and therefore this team is the same team as it originally was that axe is the same axe that you had it just has different parts uh because it's it carries on the legacy of the original axe and so, uh, the original axe and therefore this team is still team little big to me and i'll be rooting for team little big to go all the way that's right um and win the mixed match challenge and we get kurt hawkins at number 30 in the royal rumble we get ember moon at number 30 in the royal rumble they both win of course <laughs> the, the entering at number 30 it kind of feels like oh that's a huge advantage they're, they're, they're definitely gonna be the winner of it but if number 28 or number 29 is somebody like braun Strowman, then uh all you've done is uh get yourself in a position to be eliminated uh be the last person eliminated basically um so anyway i'll talk more about this this weird weird matchup this weird pairing of kurt hawkins and ember moon next time what would their name be it would be hawk and moon hockey hockey hawk moon hawk team moon hawk team hawk hawkins what is what is this whole thing face the facts that's right so face the facts and then like a bunch of moon facts <laughs> his for his entrance he didn't have his whole thing like he usually has like his own recorded thing of saying all kinds of goofy stuff um i don't think he had that this time so i think he well he's with ember so he's like a good guy but like an annoying good guy um he's base he is to ember moon as chad gable is to bobby Roode. he's like super enthusiastic and so happy to be in a team again and happy to be back he's been gone for a couple months um let's talk about kurt hawkins for another five minutes um uh oh yeah so uh, Kurt Hawkins returned tonight. Um, there's uh, at Starcade, not the televised version. He was on a non-televised match. Um, the whole the whole thing would normally not be televised. But uh, uh, Bray Wyatt returned to in-ring action, and uh, everybody was speculating. I, everybody was hoping. I think through this whole episode, it was like, 
I keep watching because Gray could come back and it could be really cool, but then it, it doesn't happen. It's not this segment. It's not this segment. It's not having. And then get to the end of the show. It's like, oh my god, this could be saved by having Bray Wyatt come out and save Finn Balor. Oh my god. And no, it didn't happen. He just had Finn Balor get beaten the crap out of him, just like they beat the crap out of Elias. He got beaten the crap out of by Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. With uh, with with Leo Rush just smiling and pointing at Bobby and showing him off and all that, um, but I don't think we ever actually heard Leo Rush speak in this whole episode. That was kind of weird. Um, but uh, no Bray Wyatt, no saving of Finn Balor. Just these jerks holding this show hostage. By the way, we also had Alexa Bliss given. Uh, power over the entire women's division and what does she do with it she doesn't make great matches she doesn't even make a match she sets up a q a session with uh sasha sasha and bailey and uh that was a total bust i had some hopes for it and then they went to questions from the audience they only had one question and they asked what would you change about the the women's division here on raw or something like that like oh my gosh is this gonna set up a, a women's tag team championship? No, not at all. Is they the answers were I wouldn't change anything. I would ship Alexa Bliss's little butt back to SmackDown. Okay, and then the thing about the little butt comments that do people just not hear how people sp- speak like all of the time and don't realize that that's the way that they're speaking? They're not saying that Alexa has a little but they're saying alexa is little because when someone is stupid you say i'm gonna ship your your dumb ass back to to wherever not calling their ass dumb they're calling the person dumb so they say you're you're ship your little butts talking about alexa being a, a small person Oh, it's driving me nuts. All these all these comments are like, her butt isn't little. Like, oh my god. Like, first of all, complaining, complaining about that specific thing is so dumb. And that's not how they meant it anyway. Ugh. It, when you say... Uh, uh, then uh, if you say the opposite direction you're trying to be mean to someone you're you're trying to like uh ship uh ship his his big butt back to whatever and you're talking about the a big old fat guy like yeah his, his butt is probably big but you're talking about the the entire human as a you're you're talking you're insulting the entire person by by saying that um using that phrase and i was the i feel like that was the intention there or maybe i'm taking crazy pills everybody's taking crazy pills this whole episode oh my gosh so we talk about the main event the the one excellent excellent match and a lot of people were complaining. Oh my god, the open challenge! It's, uh, it's Dolph Ziggler again. But I saw, oh my god, it's Dolph Ziggler again. Yes, every single time since 
whenever i think probably since like money in the bank every single time that we've seen seth rollins versus dolph ziggler it's been awesome every time it's it, it might be reasonable to assume that these two are, are unable to have a bad match with each other um and this is awesome and then a kind of a first or at least something we haven't seen in a long time and a, a diff- definitely different for a seth versus um uh ziggler the, i i called him ziggler did i accidentally call him the miz i feel like i may have i mean to call him ziggler all the times that i've been talking because the miz isn't on this episode he's on smackdown so if i did say the miz's name instead of ziggler that was a mistake i meant ziggler and if I didn't ever say the Miz's name, I look like an insane person right now. But in my defense, I've been awake all night, just got home from an overnight shift, so I'm a I'm a little bit out of it, just a little bit. Anyway, we had the Superplex and Falcon Arrow combo finish the match. Seth Rollins retained the championship with that combo, and that was was pretty. Uh, pretty refreshing it's kind of weird to say that that's uh just a different move finishing the match is refreshing maybe that says something about it uh, everything in general anyway but i enjoyed it i liked that match a lot and it was the um i'd say the best thing about this whole episode um what did i tweet i tweeted what are the other the, the, the other two best things I tweeted that that was excellence um that elias's flying elbow drop was amazing that was that was great um and what was the other thing oh and then ember moon getting a win that was my other uh other favorite thing from this episode so those are the the shining spots of the night i already talked about this main event it, uh, so is Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor, and then uh, Corbin was getting his his butt handed to him. He was getting his little butt handed. <laughs> See, it doesn't it doesn't work, even though I I I I don't recall ever examining or ever noticing baron corbin's butt but as far as i i, I think it's it's probably a safe bet to say that he has uh a minimal uh minimal 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 curviness to his to his rear end that he may have like a hank hill type butt and uh in that case it it, it would be accurate to 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 say to call him little butt perhaps but he is not little he is tall which makes it sound ridiculous to say that because you would say get your bald butt out of here or something something like that again you're not talking about his actual butts you're talking about him as a person come on get your butt insults your uh butt insults uh comprehension in gear guys anyway he's about to, to get his little butt handed to him 
by Finn Balor, and they says, no, it's going to be a two-on-one match now, and then uh, uh, Drew McIntyre came out, and they're beating blah, 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 and Finn Balor is in a heap on the ground, and these three guys, plus Leo Rush, standing tall at the end. Um, while Leo Rush wasn't standing tall, he was standing. He was, uh, he was standing short. But tall in every other regard. So, yeah, this, this episode... Oh man, I just hope next week is better. And if, if next week is like, eh, okay, that's fine too. I just hope the ne- the go home show in San Diego is at least like an eighty on a scale of one to a hundred. Yeah, I, I was gonna make that a joke, but then I just said it accurately. So it's like one to two hundred, but one to a thousand. <laughs> If it's at least an 80, then it'll be better on a scale of 1 to 1,000. If it's at least an 80, it'll be better than this week's episode. Anyway, um, man, I don't, I, I'm looking forward to see what happens and how they maybe try to correct the insanity of this episode um, and make the show good. Cause it, it, what was it? Like three weeks ago, we had like the best not like the best, not the happiest, but the most memorable episode of Raw ever. And then three weeks later, we have this half... What the heck? And then that whole Dean Ambrose thing, him getting shots, unnecessary immunization shots. A lot of those shots you should have already had like a long time ago. You shouldn't need all of those again now. And then uh, Rabies... I don't think you get rate. You don't get like a, like a rabies booster. You get it after you've been bitten by some, something that could have given you rabies. That's when you get it. I'm pretty sure. Tennis, you get like a booster shot and it's good for like 10 years or whatever, but rabies, you don't get one for rabies. Uh, it was, it was, it was, that was just weird. Anyway. Um, the, the least of the worries is about like, does he actually need these shots? I think maybe the point is like, no, he doesn't need these shots. He's losing his mind. He needs to get help and not help from this kind of doctor. This doctor is like, he's, he's, he's literally making up the diseases that I'm, I'm poking him with placebo for. Oh, he he didn't get vaccinated for anything. It was all sugar water. Good old, good old, um, Pete. I don't know a clever medical sounding name for placebo. That's not just placebo. Anyway, so that, I think that's enough. (laughs) 40 minutes. Okay, a third of that, a third of that was talking about the excellent show. That I can never, I keep having to look up the actual name of because I can't remember it. Escape at Danamora. Go watch that. Go watch that. Uh, the first two episodes, they're about like 45 to six. No, the very first episode is, is an hour. Second episode, I think, is also an hour. So that's two hours. That's an hour less than it takes to watch Raw. Go watch Escape at Danamora instead of raw this week you will not 
regret it. Especially since you've heard this episode, you know what happens anyway. So, what the heck. Maybe go watch main event later on this week. They'll uh, hopefully highlight the the few good parts of the show. A few parts that actually advance stories. A few parts that are actually interesting. But then again, it could just be replays of nonsense. Okay, that is it for week 48, part 1. This is Raw, 1331. And the first two episodes of Escape at Danamora. I'm going to remember that on my own. I had to open up the page again to look at it. Um, let me know what you thought about all of that stuff by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and also subscribe on Spotify. That's it for now. That's it for now. Um, I'll be back. I, I'm looking forward to SmackDown. It has to be better. If it is not better than Raw, then... Oh, boy. Uh, so it ha- it's, it's got to be better than Raw, right? Right? It's going to be at least like fairly good. It'll be at least an 80 out of 1,000. Um so i'll be back with part two of week 48 stay tuned and stay cool and maybe i'll stick with that stay tuned and stay cool Uh, that's all right that's all right i need to go get some sleep all right bye